Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechus Erevin, Perak Yod, Mishnah Ches, Mishnah Tes. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Bishos Esther Bas Rachel, Shishu Bizecher of Andrew Ziva Gahagon, Bekar of Mamish. Mishnah Ches tells us Ilan Shu Mesech Al Aret, a tree which is covering the ground. If the branches, meaning the tip of the branches, aren't more than three Tvachim above the ground, one can carry under the tree. Now I venture to say that probably the best tree to imagine this with is the Weeping Willow. They're fairly tall trees, but the branches droop all the way down towards the ground, and sometimes the branches can literally be touching the ground. So the tip of the branches of a tree are within three tfachim of the ground, so that means that the branches are forming a mechitza, and that means that underneath the branches is considered a rishos hayachid. So even if this tree is in a rishos harabim, a person can carry freely underneath the branches because he's in his own little rishos hayachid. Now he just has to make sure that the branches don't sway back and forth in the wind, because if they do, then it's not considered a proper mechitza, they would have to be tied down, but as long as that's not the case, this is considered a rishos hayachid, and he's allowed to carry here. Another scenario, shorash of gavayin min Tree are three tfachim above the ground, meaning they're protruding from the ground, three tfachim, lo and a person's not allowed to sit on them. We know that it's asr lishtamish bi'ilan on Shabbos, a person's not allowed to use a tree on Shabbos, he's not allowed to lean on a tree or sit on a tree on Shabbos, it's a gzair, maybe he's going to end up detaching a branch. So these roots that are three tfachim above the ground are considered like their own tree, and therefore he's not allowed to sit on them. If they're within three tfachim of the ground, then they're just considered to be ground, and he's allowed to sit on them. Mission now moves on to talk about something different a door that leads out to the mukta. A mukta is some sort of backyard or alley behind the house. Now this door is not a regular door, it's on hinges. It's really just a big piece of wood that's stuck in the doorway that covers the opening. So when we're dealing with a door like this, or of a chadakim shiba pirza, bundles of thorns that are placed in a pirza, a breach in a fence, in order to prevent people or animals from going through, umachtales, or reed mats. This reed mat is kind of like your sukkah mat, and that's also used to plug up a doorway. So in all these scenarios, a noilin behen, a person is not allowed to close up the door with them on Shabbos. The reason why is because it looks like binyan. Since it's not a regular door, it's not on a hinge, so when he takes this piece of wood, or these bundles, or this reed mat, and he just places it in this open doorway, so it looks like he's being Maisafal binyan. he's adding on to the binyan, the building, and it's obviously us for to be involved in Baina and Shabbos. The only time it's permitted to do this is Elim Kin Gavayin Min Aretz, if these things are above the ground, meaning if when this door is not blocking the doorway, it's not resting on the ground, but it's hanging from the building, let's say there's a string attached to it or something like that, where it's not actually resting on the floor, so it's obvious that this piece of wood over here, for example, is not being used to add on to the building, it's just being used to plug up the doorway, and then there's no issue using it on Shabbos. Moving on to Mishnah Tess, this goes back to what we were talking about in Mishnah Dalid. Lo yamad adam rishos hayachid v'yiftach rishos harabim. A person's allowed to stand in a rishos hayachid and open a lock, which is in a rishos harabim. Let's say he's in the rishos hayachid, there's a key in the rishos harabim, and he wants to pick up that key and then open up a door which is near him, which means that his hand and the key are in the rishos harabim, but he's located in the rishos hayachid, he's not allowed to do that, and vice versa, he's allowed to stand in Rosh Hashanah and take a key and open a door which is in Rosh Hashanah. The reason why he's not allowed to do this is because we're afraid that he's going to end up bringing the key to where he's currently located, and that means he's going to end up bringing it from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, or vice versa. The only way it's permitted to do this is he has to make a mechitza that's 10 fachim high, and then he stands on that mechitza, so then he's in his own Rosh Hashanah, and he's opening a door in the Rosh Hashanah, so that's not a problem. That's our mayor's opinion. The Chum asked him the following question. In order to understand the following question, we have to realize that Rav Meir's opinion extends not only to Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, like the Mishnah says, Rav Meir holds the same thing with a Carmelis. A person's not allowed to stand in a Carmelis and open a door that's in Rosh Hashanah or open a door that's in Rosh Hashanah. So now they asked him on the Carmelis case, there's a story, or this was common in the Shuk, in the marketplace. So the Patamim, these are the people that would fatten up animals and fowl to sell them. Shahayim, there was in Yerushalayim, and this Shuk was considered a Carmelis. Shahayim, they would close their stores on 
on Shabbos, umenichen es maftech b'chalon shal gabi pesach And then they would leave the key that was on a window above the opening of the store. And it means that they're standing in a caramelist, closing a door that's in a Rosh Hashayachid. So we see there is no issue with this. Now Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yisrael just argues. He's not arguing with what happened. He's just arguing about where it was. Shukshel Tamarim Haya, it was the marketplace of all the wool dealers. And it wasn't the Shukshel Patamim. But either way, the Chacham have a good question on Rav Meir. I think Mark explains that actually Rav Meir was Chaiser from his Shita with Carmelis, meaning that it's not an issue to do this in a Carmelis. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud and Yud Aleph. Continue to talk about doors for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.